Welcome to Face to Face, and today we're going to talk about humanism, we're going to talk about non-violence, we're going to talk about the symposium happening this weekend all over the world online. And I'm with uh, Antonio Caballo, who has been a, a long-term humanist and uh, um, former um, Secretary General of the Humanist Movement of the International. So welcome to Face to Face, Antonio. Oh, thank you very much, David. I'm delighted to be here. Uh... Uh, 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 participating in your program know, is the first time for me. <laughs> no, to have you. So maybe you can you can start with give us a, a little bit of background of of uh, your experience with the forums and the uh, new humanism, uh, and then we go, we'll go deeper to the symposium happening right now. Perfect. I, I have been participating uh, since the beginning because I had uh, the the luck to to be present uh, in an address that Silo, the founder of New Humanism in 1969, an address that he launched an harangue in the mountains between Chile and Argentina, because he has been prohibited to speak in public anywhere else. In no cities in Argentina, yeah. they were under military dictatorship. And we came from Chile because it's in Chile that I heard of this groups that were already explaining some of the ideas that later on become, become, became the philosophy of new humanism. I participated with some members of my family that also joined me and many other younger people who were part of the groups that developed in Santiago at the time. And, uh, and in, in, in that speech, Silo essentially talks about the, the violence that is rampant all over the world, not too different from what is happening today. Yeah, but this was in, in, <laughs> this is much worse today, in 1969, you see, 50 years back. And he explains uh, in that message that is called the healing of suffering, how really uh, violence ha is connected with uh, with uh, uh, with the contradiction, with the suffering that exists in our own consciousness, because we live in 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 contradiction. Because we do one thing, we feel something different, and we think something different, and and we are not in control about the, in relation to our actions and to the inner processes in our life, and that is registered as suffering, as contradiction, psychological suffering that is subtle but permeates most of our day-to-day -day activities. And of course, in situation of social interaction, they express in greed, they express in aggression, they express in all the manifestations of violence that we can see in society. So he indicated clearly that there is a root in the consciousness of the human being, and and unless we tackle the problem of violence in that level, it will not be possible to overcome violence in society. Yeah. And from and there, we can, of see, course, it, we can see it all over. I mean, we, in the US, it's terrible. The, the people are killed on the street every, almost every, every day. Yes. And, and, and it's go for, for decade and decade like this. It's nothing. And it, it repeats and it repeats. And, and the system that uh, prevailing in the world doesn't seem to, to have a coherent answer to stop it. Or even they are not aware or they don't care. So at points you wonder if really they are instigating it. They want that situation of conflict everywhere because it justifies the oppressive systems that they impose later on in the so-called democracies. And, uh, and and so it's, it's as if they are, they were accomplices, and we think that this possible because we are strong believers in the evolution of humankind, 
and we think that the, the, the human being is destined to, to higher levels of understanding and consciousness, that yes, there's an incredible destiny for our species. And we are exploring the possibilities then of, of expanding individual consciousness and to, and to reach a, a social order free of violence, that uh, where the fundamental and basic conditions for every human being to develop to the best of its possibilities are met in the social organization, which is a noble aspiration. In a way, all that is expressed in the spirit of the, of the Declaration of Human Rights in 1949. Yeah. So it's not new what we are yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. So um, give us a little bit of context, because right now it's, uh, it's the Humanist World International Symposium, the eight, uh, uh, number eight, uh, happening online. And, um, um, but give us a little bit before we, we, we talk about what's happening now, give us a little bit of history. Yes. Uh, and, and what uh, uh, you, you were mentioning about Moscow before. Um, yes, the, the humanist movement uh, launched different organizations in order to influence society uh, about this new way of thinking that is so promising. We had cultural organizations, we had uh, what we call the center of cultures, uh, promoting the relationships without any suspicion uh, about each other of, of different cultures that were living together in the big cities of the world. We developed political parties that uh, were named uh, uh, humanist parties and were defined as a political party that is something more than a party because it was always present that element of, of individual transformation at the same time that social transformation. And uh, therefore, uh, we were always looking, and, and we were spread already in different parts of the of the world. The activists that developed in the nineteen uh, in the nineteen sixty nine nineteen seventies in South America, due to the uh, military dictatorships, they spread out all over the world, starting new groups. And uh, at one point, we joined organizations that we had developed in different countries of Europe, North America, Latin America, Asia, in what we call the Humanist International, in a, in a big conference in, uh, in, in Florence in, uh, in uh, the end of uh, the beginning of the 90s. Yes, it, it, it was the Humanist International, where I played a role being Secretary General that had more or less to, to coordinate the different participants in, in, in several countries. When the process of perestroika took place, that uh, was a, a liberation, uh, um, a democratization or opening up of a system of, of authoritarian political system with absolute control of the nation state with a, only one party in terms of, of political activity, that suddenly with the, with the thinking of Gorbachev and what they call the New Thought, the Perestroika, they decided to dismantle that system and to open up society. And we found it that it was a, a very interesting uh, activity, unprecedented in many ways, and very coincidental with the humanist thinking in social terms. And then immediately we started to look for ways to establish contact with them. At the time, it was the, the, the end of the dictatorship of Pinochet in Chile, and uh, and immediately uh, Russia uh, opened up a, a diplomatic mission in the country and we established through our friends in, in Chile relationships with them. And we were invited with a delegation of humanists from 
several countries to visit Moscow and to initiate a dialogue with them. Our interest was genuinely to understand more in detail the process of uh, perestroika. And, and they wanted really to, to, to hear more about uh, new humanism because they found it that it was very appropriate for the moment of process and they were eager to explore and to understand the, the most advanced manifestations in political terms in the Western hemisphere. So really it was a match made in... in so, and that was when Silo uh, received the, the prize of the Academy of, of Science? Or? Around that period, because then we had a series of invitations and, and, and contacts with them as a response to that. They were very impressed, in fact, with uh, this uh, delegation of humanists from many different countries that uh, came to Moscow. And so, by their own initiative, they founded the Humanist Club of, Mo of Moscow to be able to participate as an entity in, in the Humanist International. This group of people were very high-level academics, academicians. The Academy of Science in, 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 uh, in Russia is a level above the, the, the university level. So where the top people in human sciences, in natural sciences, etc., that were exploring for new ways to adapt to these changes of circumstances in their own political and social system. And therefore, we established a very uh, um, close relationship. And at that point, we suggested together in our discussions, why not to develop a forum, uh, a world forum, where we could in invite participants of progressive organizations from different countries. And uh, the host would be uh, Moscow and, and uh, the organization there, the, the Humanist Club and with participation of the Humanist International and representatives of parties and other organizations all over the world. And it worked very well. We had representatives of about 30 countries participating in that initial forum. And we invited CELO to participate and to address this event and to give some orientations and at the same time to uh, develop personal contact with all this interesting uh, group of people that have been so open to hear about his, uh, his philosophy. And that was the beginning of a relationship that in the, in the year 1993 about it culminated with uh, the um, uh, offer to Silo of uh, a doctorate honoris causa of the Academy of Sciences where he presented um, his uh, a special work that had to do with the subjective conditions uh, that exist in human consciousness before making any decision. There is a background situation. Well, it was a fantastic analysis that people appreciated enormously. And we established more and more uh, contacts in, in intellectual terms, in terms of uh, productions of uh, of uh, academic production, since the composition of this group of people were basically academicians. And that was the origin of the World Center of Humanist Studies that was and, started and from so, Moscow. And so today, today's uh, uh, the eighth symposium. Today's symposium, um, yes. with uh, organized by the uh, the Humanist World Center of Study. Um, exactly. That, since then, because this generation of Russian friends, I mean, because they were older than us, in thirty years, 
practically all of them are dead now. And, uh, and also the system in Russia closed up again with, uh, with the administration of, of Putin and the present order in Russia. So the conditions are not as open and adequate as they were at the time. So our friends took the initiative of the World Center of Humanist Studies to having its center of gravity in, 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 in the West. And then every two years they develop these symposiums with participation of wider and wider uh, uh, groups of distinguished uh, thinkers about new humanism. And yeah, this is the eighth, eighth one. The notion of climate crisis, overcoming violence, arm reduction and uh, elimination of nuclear weapons, the question of gender in the world, the question of uh, uh, toward the humanizing education, uh, consciousness in the world, transcendence and and spirituality towards a new lifestyle, future visions. I mean, it's a it's a very large <laughs> spectrum of of uh, discussion. Yes, I mean it's very wide, but there are things with which we have to deal in everyday life. So they are not uh, artificial subjects that have been taken from another sort of sphere, mm -hmm. but is is the problems that affect society everywhere in the world today. But the thing is that we have a different approach to all this. The humanists have, have a fresh approach that is really in, in uh, creative manners, is trying to envisage and to define what should be fundamental principles or conditions of the more advanced world. We are dealing and thinking about the world of the future because what it is at the moment, we know. <laughs> and we know all the, all the suffering and conflict and contradiction that emerges from the present system. So we are looking for something new, and uh, and that has been created by ourselves, by human beings living in society these days. So it's uh, it's adventurous, but it's is what needs to be done. And and people are changing the way of thinking and the sensibility, and starting to look at things in more global terms and more as a as a as a nation, as a human nation across the world. That is precisely one of the things proposed by by Silo's uh, philosophy. So we think that the moment is very appropriate. And we think really we have an important role to play in the definition of society of the following years. So, um, so this symposium, it's also part of a process, as you explained about the, the, the beginning uh, of, of the forums in Moscow, but also we are um, working on the wild world forum who will be happening in uh, in the future i think in 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 this year yes well exactly is is very specific the symposium is 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 a group of of specialists in different areas of studies and uh, and is it has still that sort of uh, of atmosphere of uh, of being more academic uh, presentations but the forum will integrate organizations, grassroots organizations from all different levels of expressions in society. And obviously as well, the level of participation of the, of the uh, present symposium, because also people who are in, 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 in teaching, who are uh, developing theories, who are uh, writers and thinkers are most welcome in that context. So the forum, the nice thing of the forum is that mixes all levels of society, because we, we believe that the problems of uh, human beings are very similar no matter on what is our activity or our profession or the, our, our skills in society, psychologically, existentially, we are all very similar. 
and and yeah, with well, that combination pandemic, is very it's even it's even more it's, it's it's even physically now we are experiencing the same virus all over the world so yes <laughs> so that's the, the similarities that we have and we can contaminate one without no matter who is the role that they deploy in society or, or what other activities no no. yeah absolutely yeah. the present situation is inviting a new thinking and we uh -huh. think that we are starting to feel that necessity that gap okay we are finishing any anything you want to to close any remark any special recommendation you want to to give well just saying that we have to be very uh permanent in this type of initiative david and uh, and i will be most uh, happy to participate in uh, Uh, discussing any other subject that you consider relevant because the more that we communicate these ideas and the excitement that we experience for the future to a large number of people the better off that we'll be as human societies everywhere thank you very much antonio for being on the show and i'm sure we will find another <laughs> moment to, uh, to be together and i look forward to it Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. All the best. Huh? Cheers. So that was your show face to face. And please keep watching your news on Presenza.com. <laughs> and uh, hope to hear from you very soon. Thank you very much. And uh, see you very soon.